Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Growth. Today's a Thursday, but it's a very special Thursday because we're talking about mental health once again. We have a very special guest coming on our, our show today. She's about to come in right now. I'm super excited to introduce her to the show today. Today we're talking about mental health, we're talking about entrepreneurship, we're talking about specifically black mental health and how to support ourselves, especially during this pandemic. Super excited to have this conversation today because we have a great initiative that we're going to be discussing for the community to take act to take advantage of. Give me one sec. Just She's coming on right now. Hello, hello, sir. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, please. All is well. You just kind of missed a little bit of our introduction, but I'm super happy to finally get you online today. Oh, great. I'm so happy to be here with you. Okay. So I know I'm going to start off. Welcome to Let's Talk Growth. Today, we're talking about mental health, and it's always mental health at the end of the day for supporting growth. But today, we have a very special initiative that we're talking about um, as it, it pertains to you know COVID-19, it pertains to the pandemic, it pertains to entrepreneurship. And it pertains to bringing on Sarah Juma, who has a very, very important, important initiative to share with the community. So without further ado, Sarah Juma is a serial entrepreneur and, the champion, and a champion for diversity and inclusion, um, not only creating products in the, for the, for, that I, she's going to discuss with you guys today, but she has identified many gaps in the system that she's going to help us hopefully discuss today and, and learn how to support ourselves along the journey. So without further ado, I don't want to take too much away from your grand introduction. So please tell us about yourself, Sarah. Oh, wow. So I would say I am a compassionate, empathetic woman who loves the idea of having full agency in my life. So where I can decide where I'm going to be working, when I'm going to be working, and the individuals I get to work with. And most importantly, it allows me to decide the projects that I work on, because it's really important to me to, that the projects I contribute to have a positive impact within the community, as well as um, with, within the world. Okay, all right. So let's talk a bit, because I know uh, you use the nice way of saying you're an entrepreneur. You know, you, you talked about, this, you know, the compassionate, you like to do things. So please tell us a bit about, about yourself, you know, just for anybody who's joining on right now, just the juicy stuff, I guess. Uh, just the juicy stuff. <laughs> so actually, my parents immigrated from Kenya to Waterloo region in the late 70s. And so I was born and raised here, ended up going to the University of Waterloo, because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And during one of my second year courses, it was a music course, I decided that I was going to drop out of school, move to Toronto, and work in the music industry. And so I did that for a few years. And at that point, I think about two years into it, um, Apple came out with their first iPhone and they and their whole slogan was there's an app for that and so of course we know that when Apple came out with the phone the music industry started um, going downhill layoffs were going on and there just wasn't any room for growth within the industry and I was looking at my mentor and boss thinking I can do the same thing I can start my own company similar to him because at the time he was running the largest independent record label in Canada and so with the support of my parents I ended up quitting and launching my first um, initiative, which was a consulting company where I helped write grants for um, artists to receive funding for um, music, for music videos. Like the Factor grant specifically? Yeah. That's <laughs> okay, so now, see, now we know more about you. You have to say it here. Supporting growth is no secret. We want to share everything. It's funny because at the time, the first job that I had was working at Much Fact. And so... Yeah. 
job was working at MuchFact, and the other half was me working um, as an assistant to um, to the to an entrepreneur who ran the largest uh, record label, True North Records, at the time. Okay. So yeah. I decided I was going to leave and try do it on my own. And I did it for about a year. And then I ended up coming back to Waterloo because um, Waterloo is known as a great tech town. And I had an idea for an app. Because, you know, at the time, I would watch a lot of TV when I was working, and I'd see people wearing the perfect outfit for an upcoming event that I wanted to go to, and I could never find it online. I'd spend hours searching Google for, you know, a red dress that, you know, this person wore on this television show, and I couldn't find it. And so after about, I think it was about a year, I decided to head back to Waterloo and to launch a company my second company uh, called Style ID so that we could identify items that are worn and seen on screen. <laughs> wow, you know what? So you spoke about fashion. I know how complicated those applications and those grants right. are specifically. So you've naturally been driven to just helping people, you know, because the factor grant is to kind of create access for, you know, struggling musicians or artists that need that, you know, I guess the government funding to kind of help them get their career going. So we got to talk about that later. We're going to bring you on later because we have a lot of people in our economy <laughs> here that love music, love that kind of, you know, entrepreneurial. Um, right. So we definitely have to talk about that later. So you, from Factor, you switched a bit to, um, you know, you identified another issue where you were, you know, supporting, but also looking for products online and you couldn't find it. Right, because as an entrepreneur, I'd have events that I had to go to, meetings that I had to go to, and I don't have the best fashion sense. And so I'd always see something on TV with somebody who had a similar body type as me who looked really good in it. And I just want to know where they got that complete outfit so that I could also get it. <laughs> you know what? That's exactly the same way I shop. So that app would be great. That, that app would be great for me because I, I don't have much of a fashion sense. I see people wearing them like, yo, I think that would look good on me too. So I think that's a pretty cool idea. Exactly. So I ended up um, going to an incubator here in Waterloo called Communitech. And I thought that, you know, there's a blueprint for entrepreneurs. All you have to do is come up with your MVP, which is a minimal viable product. You know, you gain 5,000 users um, and then you, you know, you have a couple partnerships and then you'll be able to, you know, access some investors and they'll write you that million dollar check. But that's not the way that it works for people that look like us. You know what? Let's talk about that a bit because I know about the MVP a bit. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the MVP. So just so I guess everybody kind of understands. So from the tech space, what is an MVP? I know so, you said minimal viable product, but describe it a bit so that people we could kind of follow. So it's basically a product. They a lot of times in the in the industry they say if you release your MVP too late and and you're not embarrassed by it then that means you um, you released your product too late. And so it's just a bare bones app that allows you to basically demonstrate what a full app would do if you had the funding and support that you needed. So MVP right. is like a version one. Yes, exactly. Okay, version all right. Okay, all right. We, we've got it. We're following. So you released your MVP, you know, mm -hmm. you put it out there. What happened? Uh, you know what? I, I thought that I would just have to kind of sit back and, you know, the next day I'd be like rolling in dough like Mark Zuckerberg, but that did not happen. <laughs> okay. So let's talk a bit about some of the challenges you said, people that look like us. So what happened in terms of in the industry? Um, how were you received and what were some of the barriers then, I guess? 
Exactly. So I would say one of my top barriers was forming partnerships. So for example, I got my 5,000 users, um, you know, we were able to prove, prove the product, the test case, and I went in to get some funding from, um, from a seed funder. And I was told, you know, maybe you'd be able to get a lot further if you worked with a white male that, who was leading your team as opposed to you. Because okay. what understand is that the majority of investors are you know caucasian older gentlemen and what they like to invest in are people who remind themselves of them when they're young. like oh that guy has some some spark that i that you know they see themselves in them and so me walking into a room as a black woman and then i have a fashion app that's three strikes against me. And so by the time the meeting's over, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I think my wife would like that. But they just can't see themselves in me. And also, if you, if you just look at our history and you understand how, you know, forever Black people have always been painted as rude, you know, ignorant, all this, why would you as a white male want to invest in something that you've always grown up thinking is, is not good? Okay, so I mean, th this is the experiences of being a black entrepreneur, pretty much, right? So you are doing this, you are struggling. I'm sure this is not a similar. This is a similar experience that other people in, in the other industries probably experience. You know, some of the gatekeepers, you know, some of the discouragement that it takes for you to get there. So you were doing Style ID. You experienced mm -hmm. some challenges. How right. did you get from Style ID to top 25 women of influence in Canada? Let's just bridge it a little bit because. I'm super right. excited to know how you remain resilient and kept pushing. Thank you. Well, it was actually a result of those challenges that made me um, ask my peers if they were having the same challenges. And when they said yes, I said, well, then what we need to do is actually document our experience. And so I ended up launching a not-for-profit called Innovate Inclusion to advocate for the economic success of underrepresented entrepreneurs. And the first thing we did was an incubator diversity report where we took a look at the top four incubators across Ontario. We took stock of their, you know, the people that work there, the boards that led them, the programs that they had. And of course we noted that the, when they talk diversity, they're talking gender diversity they're not talking you know ethnic or racial diversity mm -hmm. and so by taking stock of that we were able to really benchmark and understand where we were at as as a community as a province and as as a country and then it was through authoring that report that um i got a call from the uh from the award uh, representatives who said that they wanted to present me with that um that award for the leadership and influence that that it had on canada you know what that is amazing because from when i even we kind of came in contact and i learned started learning more about what you're doing i yeah. think it's an amazing amazing initiative because you know what there are so many entrepreneurs and right. there are also so many people who are struggling and they're not able to kind of get the support so for you to actually identify some of the issues that are going on as you are on this entrepreneur journey and actually creating your own kind of program our incubator or support system for entrepreneurs i think that in and of itself is something that has changed and I'm sure you're going to continue to touch many entrepreneurs and give us hope and actually give us some of the things, you know, a roadmap to success almost, right? Because it's a blind journey if you don't get into support or you feel like, and you start even blaming yourself. So all of these things that you just spoke about, the black entrepreneurship journey, you know, we already know how hard entrepreneurship is, but as a black person, there's also additional barriers to that. These are things that affect right. mental health. 
So before we even talk about that, define entrepreneurship for us so that everybody listening, we understand what that means. Oh my goodness. So there's a saying, uh, I can't remember who said it, but, but it's talk, he says that entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and assembling your airplane on the way down. <laughs> but wow. I like to look at it more as if you're forging your own path. Uh, you're, you're forging your own path in life. But I think technically entrepreneurship is about building businesses and taking on, um, on the most risk. Um, out of, you know, out of everybody in the business. And so there's definitely a lot of ups and downs. But, um, but if you can find something that that gives you more, more highs and lows, then the, that risk is definitely worth it. Okay, so individuals who are part of innovative inclusion right now, um, uh-huh. what are some of the supports that you guys provide for entrepreneurs um, that join your ecosystem? So uh, one of the first things, of course, that we do is research. Uh, we have programs for access. So every once in a while, we'll have specialty programs that allow um, entrepreneurs to connect with people in the community. Like uh, a, a couple years ago, we did a breakfast with Wyclef, where we had um, 30 Black entrepreneurs. We just honestly sat down and chilled with Wyclef and just learned some things from him about entrepreneurship. Uh, we also were about to launch an equipment lending program, which I'm very excited about because when you don't have the right equipment to do to do the job it it can be very difficult to what kind of equipment just so people well, listen. computers cameras just stuff wow. that need because these this equipment's expensive right and so say you have a cracked phone and you're going to do a presentation it's not it's not a good look especially when you want to come across as a competent entrepreneur and so yeah we're really excited for that one and then um, in about a week we're launching a database an inclusive database that will help entrepreneurs underrepresented entrepreneurs find the programs that are the right fit for them so there are a lot of programs out there but i find that they're very siloed and they're not um, amplified and so we're hoping that you know we'll be able to expand this database across canada so that it's easier for everybody to find programs that are the right fit so do you guys function um as an incubator in itself like you know kind of providing some of the mentorship that people need to kind of take off their product you know, we do our best too. We have a small team and very little funding. So we try, we try to do that where we can. But most, I think the most important thing is us connecting, um, connecting entrepreneurs to people who can provide them with the services that they're looking for. Because like I said, I've been through this ecosystem. I've seen, I've seen and met a lot of people and I just want to make it easier for people coming after me to, um, to, to achieve their goal. And so if they can use my knowledge or the knowledge of my team, then that's, that's what we're here for. Okay, so the journey of entrepreneurship, we know it's not easy. But we right. also know there's additional barriers if you're a Black entrepreneur because mm-hmm. navigating the system is very difficult to get the support that you need. We also know there's funding issues, a lot of things. You know, We just even thank our, our Prime Minister for launching this new initiative to kind of put a lot yeah. of money and opportunities into the Black community. Yeah. So you've also launched something that is very unique and special because not only... Now we are addressing mental health because we know about all the challenges, but now there's a little support for individuals, especially as we go through this pandemic. So tell us a bit about that. 
Yeah, sure. So in partnership with the Red Cross, Innovate Inclusion recently launched a Black Entrepreneurship Mental Health Initiative. And so we're going to be connecting 100 entrepreneurs to with five free well, well-being sessions with a qualified therapist. And so we're also doing some online Zoom um, Zoom talks where we're going to be talking about topics like burnout, um, setting boundaries, anxiety and managing anxiety and stress, as well as um, coping with systemic racism. And we all know that all those topics were kind of amplified with COVID and then again amplified some more with what's going on south of the border and even up here with the systemic racism. And so we're really excited to, you know, onboard 100 entrepreneurs and, and get them get them taken care of themselves. Okay, so I know, like, I know you came up with this initiative, right? But it, it's such a crucial time right now in history. Um, and it's so important that you have this because a lot of times some people, um, especially as entrepreneurs, we know, you know, you don't, you might not even have a full-time job. You might not have access to benefits and counseling support right. can be very, very expensive. And then mm -hmm. we know that adult mental health system, there's a long wait list and difficult to navigate. So we know of all these accessibility issues. Yes. How did you convince the Red Cross to support you with this? Like, tell us about that journey, because I think it's very creative, you know, because it's not easy to kind of position a community to get advantage to these support. So tell us a bit of that about that, please. Well, going back to Factor, I'm a grant writer and you have to tell a story and just based on the research that I've done in the past and what we've collected from entrepreneurs um, for that research, I was able to tell a story of the importance of supporting black entrepreneurs and especially their mental health during this time especially um, and as you mentioned before a lot of times entrepreneurs you know they're they're just not making enough money to afford things that they really should be um, should be taken care of so we were really pleased that the red cross understood the importance of this and understood the stigma around this um, which kind of keeps our community from from seeking help a lot of the time and just giving funding so that we can amplify the importance of it and um, taking care of yourself you know what so for all entrepreneurs listening right now i know we hear great stories of tyler perry sleeping in his car sleeping, right. you know the homeless journey but these are all things that you know what of course you have to be very resilient but your mental health is so important without that you don't have anything. Your business is going to be affected. The way you deal with people is going to be affected. Your family is going to be affected. You as a whole is going to be affected. So, of course, you know, we know entrepreneurs, we're strong people, we're innovators, we're leaders. But this message, this the reason why we're talking today is to encourage people to reach out for support because it's a very difficult time. Um, yeah. And mental health is a very important topic. So how, how many people do you have you signed up right now? You know, because we trying to, we want everybody who's listening today or listens to know if they're going to have a chance. Because you said 100. Yeah. There's going to be a cutoff limit because I don't want to send more people and then people cannot access the service. There's absolutely a cutoff limit. We are about 50% of the way there and it's been open for about two weeks. And so we're really pushing so that we can close it before the 30th of this month so that everybody can get their five sessions in because you really deserve it. Everybody deserves five sessions and even more, you know what I mean? But we want to make sure everybody has the time to, to, to take those sessions. So if, yeah, if we can get 50 more people um, in the next week and a half, it would be such a huge accomplishment. And I think it would be great for our community as well. You know what? And coming as, I mean, I do work as a counselor therapist, five mm -hmm. sessions is a great deal of support uh, where you can 
enter a, you know, um, a therapeutic relationship, set some goals, you know, clear up something, you know, restructure, you know, have important conversations, maybe even explore things that you haven't spoken about. So I know five might seem, but it's a lucky number when it comes to counseling because it could be a great opening and awareness that could help you sometimes even start that investment into your mental health and wellness. So please sign up. 50% means there's 50 people that have already signed up. So there's another 50 slots that are available. So please, you could yeah. DM us, you could contact Innovate, Innovative Inclusion directly and get on this list. So right. now let's define entrepreneurship because we know people who are who call themselves entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people that use that term loosely, especially in our community. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of individuals that identify themselves as hustlers and hustling is an entrepreneurship. So please help us define how, what is your criteria for selecting an entrepreneur? I want to have to get this out there because I know a lot of entrepreneurs. I right. know we're talking about the same people. You know what? If you have a registered business or even if, you're thinking about going into business during this time of COVID and you just need that extra support. Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you have increased anxiety because you're actually going to take the plunge and start a business. Just apply. This is, we're not, we're not going to say you have to be in business for three years and you have to have at least X amount of, you know, revenue. That's, that's not what this is. This is open to black people who run businesses who need some support. You know what? I had to ask that question because that's the question that people are asking me. Like, hey, I haven't registered my business yet. I think it's super important. So this initiative is right. for anybody who is in the business space. You know, right. you're thinking of registering a business. Um, you're looking to start off. I think counseling is a great place because when you clear up things for yourself, your business is going to do well. It's going to do better. So we're super excited about this initiative. So yeah. please, what is the application process? When we finish this chat, where should people go next? I forward people to hello at innovateinc.co. So that's H-E-L-L-O at I-N-N-O-V-A-T-E-I-N-C.co. And just say you'd like the application and we'll have our team members send you the application. And it's really simple. Well, so you fill out a really quick application. We give you a list of, um, of uh, therapists that are available. You pick your top three and we make the connection and you just do your thing and and work with the work with the therapists. It all remains confidential. Innovate Inclusion doesn't get any information. We just we just write the check. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. We need to write the check. So please, everybody who's listening, sign up. This is a great initiative. Some of the therapists from Support and Growth are also supporting this initiative. So you have a great team of culturally sensitive therapists that are ready to do this job and help you. Super important that we ask you this question because as an entrepreneur, I know you're always thinking about what's next. You also define yourself as a serial entrepreneur. So what's yeah. next for Sarah Juma and Innovative Inclusion? So for, uh, for the, for the not-for-profit Innovative Inclusion, we're actually uh, in partnership with University of Waterloo and we're working on a racial and salary um, equity report on the uh, tech organizations in Southern Ontario. So it sounds really geeky, but I'm so excited about it because we'll be able to really benchmark what's going on within all of these really well-supported um, tech organizations and how Black people are represented and how we can support them um, to a greater extent. And for me, I'm actually heading to Ghana um, in a week from today, and I'm going to be looking into some business ventures down there and hopefully starting my next company. Wow, you see, Ghana it is. Ghana yeah. it is, always Ghana. So we're super excited that you're going to Ghana first thing, but we're also excited today that you brought and shared 
um, Innovative Inclusion and the Black Mental Health Entrepreneurship Initiative with us today. We're so happy to have you here. We're gonna we're part of we're part of this initiative. This is support and growth. We're looking to continue to do more work of innovative inclusion. And hopefully, as you do this research, you find out more ways to support the black community and continue yeah. to represent us the way you are. We're yeah. super, super, super excited. So we're we're gonna give you the last word this evening before we get off the live, please. And if yes, you have the last word. <laughs> Sure. Again, I just encourage everybody to to sign up for this program and take advantage of it because without your signing up and taking advantage of it, um, you know, there there won't be any more support for Black entrepreneurs in mental health. So we want to have a really strong showing so that hopefully we can continue programs like this. Okay, so you heard it from Sarah yourself. Please sign up. We're super excited to have have her here. We're going to post this live on our story. And please sign up for this grant. If you're looking for support, hello at Innovative Inclusion. Innovate. Yeah. Innovate Inclusion. Okay, that's it. Please contact and let's get, the, let's get it going. All right. Thank you very much for, for this Thanks. evening. Bye, guys. Bye.